I'm Shivani Gupta and welcome to the Ask Shivani Podcast. I believe that one of the best presents that you can give yourself is time to be able to sit down and ask yourself some questions. I believe that the quality of the questions that you ask yourself will determine the quality of your life. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Ashavani podcast. Today, I am going to be speaking about a topic that's really touched me over the last few weeks. Um, it's been something that's always been really important to me, but for some reason, it keeps dropping in where that sign is not so subtle. So I'm not sure if you have that experience where you start, you know, they say you start thinking about a particular type of car, and then you see that car everywhere. You start thinking and humming a tune to a song and then that song plays or somebody plays it for you. And um, so I won't get into the spiritual parts of that and the law of attraction and bringing that into your consciousness. What I really wanted to speak about um, today was that for me, one of the things that keeps dropping in more and more over the last few weeks is this notion of um, how much do you need? So I was driving by uh, this particular path where I drop my kids off all the time and um, I saw this sign go up talking about a particular book and I thought oh that book looks like one of the authors that I've already read a book by anyway it turns out that it was a different book um, but they had the same last name so I looked this book up and uh, and then I got distracted and then I didn't order it and then I was speaking to a friend of mine and she said, hey, um, she does some work with the Hunger Project, which uh, uh, their, their main aim and vision is to, I guess, end um, hunger and, um, uh, and have nobody starving around the world. And she's been doing work with them for a number of years. And she started telling me about this book. And this is not like weeks out. This is like within a day, day and a half of me seeing this particular sign. And, um, and I went, so I had this great conversation with her and I told her about what had happened when I was driving and I saw this ad come up and then again got distracted and didn't think about it. And, um, and then I was looking at a particular course, like a, a musical theatre drama course for my daughter that she wanted to do and I looked it up and again this author popped up. And, um, uh, and this, this, this guy it was not you know, it related anything to what I was searching and uh, happened to be that he was going to be in Brisbane with the city that I live in Australia and coming in to give a lecture. I was unfortunately away that day and I couldn't attend the lecture, but I have a rule of three and I've spoken about this in other podcasts that if, if three things happen within a very short space of time, I take that as a sign. I think that there are signs everywhere, but sometimes we just forget to read them. So I took it as a bit of a sign to go, I'm going to explore this book. So I ordered it um, for myself and I also ordered it for a couple of other people that I knew that would get a lot out of it. So I started reading this book and you're probably wondering by now, Shivani, give us the name of this book. It's the author is Peter Singer and he has written many books, but this particular book that pops up with this red cover and this hand reaching into the heart is the life that you can save. And um, having just exited out of one of my businesses and now wondering what takes next outside of my uh, speaking and podcasting and mentoring world um, you know what other things might want to do he started to speak about how much do we need and whether we um, see a bigger picture in the world in terms of the money that we earn and then being able to donate more 
but also when we donate more, donating it to charities that are well-researched and thought through, where we know that that money is going to be used in good stead rather than be wasted on administration and other things. And so as I start to read this book, it's really starting to challenge me in terms of um, the impact on the world, the legacy on the world. And it's also starting to get me a question, you know, when you're being a bit altruistic and you're giving some of your money away and some of the people that do that, you know, do you want to be known for it? Do you not want to be known for it? Are there some benefits? Are there some downsides? So it's a really interesting exploration in terms of, A, are you giving enough and whether you are um, uh, you know want to be or should be giving enough. But it also then looks at how you give that. So I'm about three quarters of the way through the book and I'm really enjoying it. And then I happened to go to a conference, uh, finally conferences alive again rather than just online. And um, I happened to go to this conference uh, on this beautiful island with some extraordinary speakers. And there was a couple of speakers I was really looking forward to uh, listening to their wisdom and what they might have to share and talking about that. What I didn't expect was this one particular speaker that got up on day two of the conference and started to speak about giving. And again, this, you know, um, this messaging that keeps coming in, these signs that keep coming in. And I want to mention his name because I'd love for you to actually go and have a bit of a look at some of the extraordinary work that he's doing. And his name is Matt Botel. And Matt, and this is, again, my experience and my take on what he spoke about and the, and the takeaways that I had. But Matt shared his journey of being an engineer and um, then that role and that company, um, you know, his role was made redundant and he had these engineering skills and he didn't know what to do. And uh, one of the things he wanted to do was utilise some of the great training that he'd had. And he started to utilise some of that training and uh, started to build, you know, little bionic arms, like arms that um, he could build for a fraction of the cost uh, of what you could traditionally buy them for. And using these skills, he started to build these um, little hands, sorry, um, and bionic hands and then literally post them to a child um, that would finally, perhaps for the first time in their life, and have that experience of being able to do simple things like open a, um, um, you know, a bottle top, uh, be able to hold something, be able to touch their parents. Um, he also designed them in a way that they were really cool for kids. So they were, you know, had little Iron Man and uh, other um super powers and so the kids felt really excited about wearing them rather than this really boring you know bionic hand that they had and what what really touched me was that he made them completely free for the recipient and um you know in my business head I'm going well this business model doesn't make any sense um this doesn't make any sense how has he live he's married he's got kids and um, how can he do all of these and pay for parts and, you know, pay for office space and do all of this and how, how can, and how does he build enough of them there? So I started to listen to Matt and then I reached out to him a little bit later and had a conversation with him. He is so clear that his uh, part of his purpose on this planet is to really do that. And so his business is called free3dhands.org. We're going to put that in the, I'm going to put that in the chat uh, at the end of it, I'd love for you to check out this particular website. But one of the things that it's really got me thinking a lot about is how, do, how does this model work? Like, how do we make enough money? Um, and I know that people, uh, when I 
read about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation who are doing some extraordinary work trying to eradicate things like malaria around the world. Um, when I read about Warren Buffett, who's given a lot of his wealth away and billions of dollars, uh, not into the Gates Foundation, but other places, you know, these people have made significant wealth. And then once they've reached that, you know, Maslow has hierarchy of needs, where they're very successful and they have millions or billions of dollars in the bank, they are then utilising some of those funds um, and those earnings and those profits into that. That, that model's always made sense to me. But the part when I'm reading Peter Singer's book is not making sense to me is, you know, what if, what if you're earning $70,000 a year and you've got a partner and you've got kids at school and, um, and you know that you only need, you know, need to live about sixty-five dollars or $66,000, for example, to live, but those three or $4,000, they're not surplus, like, because you kind of, you know, your money is just getting you enough through what you need. So wouldn't you be saving the $4,000 or $5,000 or $50,000, whatever extra that you have outside of the living expenses that you need and, you know, getting ahead in your mortgage or using it for a holiday or doing other things. So the part that Peter Singh is really challenging me to think about is, well, how much do you really need? Okay, so let's say if it's only $4,000, that makes sense to, to get ahead. But what if you're earning $50,000 extra? What if you're earning $60,000 extra? which, you know, a lot of us in the Western world do, like we have extra money. And if we decide to, you know, only even donate $1,000 a year, you know, how many kids or, uh, or a particular project that you might be passionate about, uh, whether it's animals or kids or bionic hands or whatever it might be that you're really passionate about, how many different things could it support? And then meeting somebody like Matt, who is, takes that even further where he's gone, look, I'll just work out other things, but I know I can build this for a fraction of the cost and the joy on the, that child's face to be able to receive this bionic hand and the joy that it brings me and the joy that it brings to not only the child, but also for that whole family, uh, for something that they might have either been born without a hand or fingers or they've had an accident, for them to be able to lead a more fuller life and that joy that it brings to them, that was his sole purpose. And I don't have any answers on this particular podcast. I just wanted to share with you, um, you know, some of you that are listening might already be uh, involved with a particular charity that you give to. And the Peter Singer Works really questions, do you know how this charity is structured? Do you know when you ask them how, where this money is particularly going? So if you already give to that, learn more about that particular charity. He also suggests a lot of charities that certain people who got very passionate about after reading some of his work and meeting him, um, then started to put together certain charities that have already been checked out and he lists them in his book and you can check that out on his website as well. Um, so if you just go to Peter Singer and then, um, then check that out or go to the book, that there is a lot of organisations that have already been tested and tried, so to speak, where you can do that. But if you don't do any of the donations, like what extra money do you have? And, you know, could, could you give $1,000 away or could you give more away? Could you find some passion projects where you could live really well, you could still travel, you could still pay a bit more of your mortgage off, but you could also still help the world to equalise it and to be able to help other people that needs it happening. And, you know, when I heard Matt speak, um, being a mum and uh, having fully able children, but also having, uh, having worked with, you know, kids with disabilities, having... Uh, friends um, that are, you know, Paralympians um, and just just really his story and his messaging and the, what he was doing and his purpose really touched me. So I 
got up at this conference, I got the, the conference organizers permission and, uh, you know, Matt didn't know about this, but I just got up and said, look, I'm going to donate a thousand dollars. There's no pressure, but if, if you could, and if you, if you were really touched, because a number of us were talking about this at morning tea, it'd be fantastic if you were willing to donate whatever money, I've just put a thousand dollars down because I know that will support this many hands and, um, and this many children, and that would be great. And what was really interesting that happened was um, I had a colleague with me and he got some people to stand up. Wasn't sure if that was the right thing, but because the idea wasn't to embarrass anybody in the room. But what, what happened as a result of it, and I don't know the exact number, but there's been now thousands of dollars raised. And there's been, um, you know, somebody that's, you know, volunteered to go on the board. You know, I'm talking about this in this podcast. There have been other LinkedIn articles that people have written because he touched a lot of people because he's an amazing human and he's doing some amazing work. And so this notion of wanting to do more in the world, this notion of if you don't have that voice and if you haven't, if you're not a Matt Botel that I know I'm not today, um, you know, finding people that you can support and do something with is a really, really fascinating thing. And um, so I'd really encourage you to, uh, if you're already doing some work, uh, the first step out of today would be to dig a little bit deeper and know where this money's been used and really even tying in more of your passions deeper into that. The second is if you don't have that, then find something that you could contribute a little bit to. And the, the, the third part you may or may not agree with, I just think when I come across people doing incredible work, I want to talk about that. And I don't need the accolades for the $1,000 that went into free3dhands.org, but I wanted to help Matt beyond the $1,000. And I wanted other people to know about that. So speaking about other heroes, speaking about other people that are doing some amazing work and linking them into the right channels um, you know, is, is a really good way to be able to um, help other people, maybe not exponentially, but certainly at a scale. Um, and the more that you talk about, you know, uh, people that are doing extraordinary work and finding support, whether it's financial or um, mental or, you know, through boards, et cetera, comes in really, really handy. So, yeah, so the same with this podcast was just to share these things that have been happening and these signs that have been happening I'm not sure what the other part of Peter Singer's book reveals, but I'm fascinated in terms of reading that and coming up with a couple of actions in terms of what I can incorporate. So I would so encourage you to check out his book, Peter Singer, and I would so encourage you to look at Matt Botel and we will publish all of that links at the bottom. Have a fantastic day. I'm Shivani Gupta, and you've been listening to the Ask Shivani podcast, where I got to ask some questions. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow Ask Shivani on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And if you haven't done so, please go to the Apple podcast and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It would mean a lot. Thank you. Thank you.